Welcome back to the Book Report Podcast with Allie and Rach. Hi, everyone. We're glad that you've made it. We're on book two now of the, well, third podcast, second book of this series. Mm-hmm. So glad and you're sticking around. Welcome back to the Curse Breaker series, episode three, which we already mentioned. And um, well, before we, the reason I can't remember what I've just said is because we have chosen the cocktail that I have chosen for tonight. It's mm-hmm. not really a cocktail at all. It is a local meadery called Honey Tree. And if you are local to East Nashville, you have a meadery that uses local East Nashville honey. Wait, I didn't know that. I've yeah. been so, drinking this this evening and didn't know that. I don't want to um, defame motherhood when I tell you this little tidbit that my husband and I have arranged. But on Saturdays at noon, I leave the house without my family and I get to do whatever I want. If that just sounds like a normal day in your life, that's <laughs> good for you. Sounds great. I yeah. I get that on Saturdays. And last Saturday, another just peeling back the curtain on motherhood, we went to a child's birthday party during my what we've come to call Sabbath. Oh, I didn't so know I that. missed my time alone and instead spent it with other people's children. And watching mine. mine. Yeah. (laughs) Both of our kids were there. Allison famously disappeared for 30 minutes and came back with one iced coffee, which is two. I gave one to I gave one to Josh. Oh. Well that's fair. Okay, cool. Um not one for you. (laughs) Not one for me. But it's fine because I dropped my child off at home after the party and brought my book, my Curse Breaker trilogy's third book, to a meadery. Mm. and tried all the meads, which I don't really like. I, I'm i loving this one that you No, brought. this is the one I like. I, I felt like I'm – I don't know. In my head, Matt told me – or my husband told me that he thought it tastes like a fortified wine, like a port. Ooh, yeah, which kind of. I hate. Oh, I, I do not like port. And so I was hoping it would be more like a kombucha. But out of the three that I tried, this one I really liked. This is the it's bottle really good. I – but it's called pineapple and sage i'll post a link on our instagram but honey tree meadery east nashville local the actual name of the mead is called ps i love you uh, which actually feels yes everything relevant. fits mm-hmm. do they okay mead definitely feels like it fits with any fantasy book Mm-hmm. Do people say they're drinking mead in fantasy books? They or do we just one. Do they? Okay. So or in the first just book, associate it? when Harper ran off the first time, she ran to find that house burning down that was burned down. And so they escaped yes. and brought that family to an inn and they brought them their finest honeyed mead. Oh. Or their season's mead was so good. really on theme. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I really, I wanted to find one. And when I searched mead, like literally my backyard was a meadery also it looks on its face you walk in there's a taco food truck out in the parking lot it's a cool east nashville is probably like the artsiest coolest part of nashville i am biased obviously but i think it has the best food (laughs) and best beer in the city we hardly ever leave it looks like a regular brewery when you walk in, but it is full of nerds. I so love I'm it. holding my fantasy novel, just ready to drink some mead and pick out one for my fantasy podcast or my book podcast. 
and two tables are playing like violent games of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> violent. I was startled more than once. <laughs> by their outbursts another was playing a card game it was a lively i don't know if it's the mead aspect but it was a really fun it was a fun vibes okay yeah it was great shout out to honey tree meadery you Mm -hmm. are our featured cocktail drink of the of the evening that's so fun i take back everything bad i said we should go we should go and just sit in silence and read together i mean every saturday Let's do it. At okay. noon. Even you, though you don't like mead, you'd go back? I would totally go back. Okay. No, they had this. It tasted like a beer, which is more my speed, but it was half of a local soda that's called Maypop. Mm. It's half Maypop, half mead. And it was great. That's where it was at. Like, it, was, it was really good. But I like this one a lot. I feel like this one tastes more like a sour beer. Yeah. Maybe a little I'm kombucha-y. into it. I like this one a lot. Into it for sure. So that's what I picked for today. Awesome. Good and choice. if you are listening to these episodes back to back because we're releasing them all on one day i'm just gonna give folks that haven't a little recap of book one which was heart so fierce or no heart so fierce and broken was book two a heart so dark and lonely was book one today we are doing a heart so fierce and broken and we pick up from the first book in the curse breaker trilogy where ren's monster has absolutely decimated sill shallow's army they have I mean, this monster has prevented them from invading Emberfall. He has killed thousands of their soldiers. It feels really victorious at the end of book one, except for Grey has made an oath to Lilith that he is loyal to her and her only. Ugh. And right after he does that, because Grey is the, the best, he touches her with his magic bracelet and brings her back to D.C., so the last thing, and I had to keep reminding myself of this as I hated on Ren this entire book. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Yeah. That right the last time that Ren saw Grey, he had pledged loyalty to Lilith mm-hmm. and disappeared. Mm-hmm. So that's all he saw. All of a sudden, the curse is broken. And as Harper is talking to Ren, you come to find out, I, I forget their actual like interactions about what they said at the end of book one, but... He was like, do you love me? Yeah. She's like, maybe I can. I'm willing to try. I love that. Yeah. Um, but it makes you think that the curse was not broken because right. of her loving love. Ren. It was because Grey had killed Lilith mm-hmm. or Lilith was no longer in the realm. Right. So you don't really know. And I actually don't think that was cleared up mm. in book two. I, you've read the whole series. I hope you know how it's cleared up. But anyway... Jacob and Noah are absolutely pissed because now they're stuck in Emberfall because Gray. I know. Poor Jake and Noah. The only transporter back and forth, Gray, has left. So as they know it, their lives back in D.C. are done so. So Heart So Fierce and Broken picks up as the rumors are flying in the kingdom after Karis Lewin and her two daughters have traveled to Iron Rose to seek an alliance with Ren. We find out that this is all stemming from mm-hmm. a need for Sil Shallows to have a path to trade. I forget, actually, I need that map in the front of the book. But the port, oh, they need some kind of passageway to that cove. So they have... We're getting a map. We're getting a map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it under control. I never thought I'd be the girl who read books with maps and then... Here I am, Silver Moon Harbor. That's it. Yeah, Silver Moon so Harbor. So they want a passageway to Silver Moon Harbor so they can trade. They, they need their landlocked. 
So we didn't know that in the first one. So that was an interesting. You learn a lot more of the politics of the region in this book, yeah. which I really loved. It's it's a slow burn in that way. Mm-hmm. The world building is a slow burn. Yeah, it like it's revealed it comes at over you time. With the one conflict in the first book. Yeah, and then all there's I, so much more. You hate Karis Lauren, but the, it she's such a complex character in this book. Mm-hmm. She ends the way you want her to. So again, spoiler, she did. Karis at his meeting at Iron Rose tells Ren that. She had been keeping a secret for Emberfell, for his father, that... For Ren's father. For Ren's father. So Ren's father had been paying her money to keep this secret. Mm -hmm. That he had fathered a son with a mage smith. Before Ren. Before Ren. So that mage, that magic heir would be in line to rule Emberfell before Ren. So this heir is missing, and Karis knows who it is but she says the only person that can tell you who it is the only person you know is gray and gray is missing also ren is super scared of any magic at this point they refer to it constantly in the story as ptsd from being tortured Mm -hmm. there was a lot of things about ren i had to remind myself that were yeah parts of him that were kind or not in the moment what you were understanding because gray is such a likable character yeah but in a sense, he did protect Gray from Lilith for for a long time. I think it's like five years. Yeah, three hundred seasons of the curse. Protected Gray in the sense that he took the brunt. All, the of brunt Lilith. of the. He's also scared of the secret that they he and Harper spun that Karis Lauren seems to yeah be catching on to that this kingdom of DC is never going to come and they got bring an army in a lie. Mm-hmm. They're in deep. It stressed me out from the beginning. Yeah. I'm a bad, bad secret keeper. And even reading about people having to keep complex secrets makes me pan- feel panicky. Uh-huh. Allie is the worst liar. Yeah, I can't do it. And and not even in I'm like a good... I'm the worst secret keeper. You're a bad liar. I, yeah, but I think I'm a bad liar in the sense that I can't... Number one is that I cannot keep a secret. Mm-hmm. If someone says you can't tell anyone, I'm like, please don't tell me. Yeah, you just have to don't not tell me. Share that with me. But, <laughs> I don't know. but I would need to know. Yeah, I need to know, and also don't tell me. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, that's the same thing. So he's pretty scared about his kingdom that he wants yeah, to rule, makes sense. which I truly do believe his character does care for the people of Emberfell. Yeah. Um. But at the time, he just he felt that this secret was protecting him, which maybe it did. Yeah, it united his people, and now that's all falling apart. Once it seems this army doesn't come to fruition. Okay, so I said Karis Lauren already has let the castle know that Gray is the only person who knows the identity of the heir. However, no one knows where Gray is. Right, he could be in D.C. He could have come back over. He just disappeared at the end of book one. M-I-A. And it seems, it's really sad. I feel like Harper experiences it pretty traumatically. Anytime he's traumatically, is that a word? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Traumatically, yeah. She seems to get really emotional anytime he's mentioned. Mm -hmm. Even when Karis mentions him in her speech, she starts to cry, which is really sweet. But it turns out 
that Gray is actually returned from the other side of the veil. And he has found out from Lilith that he is the heir and has magic in his blood. Dum, dum, dum. They're dum, brothers. They're brothers. They're brothers. Mm-hmm. And Gray is the heir and a magical heir. It gets so complicated. Mm-hmm. I really, I like this book so much. But you learn that Gray finds this out. He slits Lilith's throat and then he leaves her in D.C. Yep. And comes back to Emberfall. So he's in Emberfall at a horse racing tournament center. I'm just picturing like Ren Fair jousting. I Not did. that I've ever been to a Ren Fair because well, somebody named Rach wouldn't go with me this year. But <laughs> that's what I picture in my head. Got to get my outfit together. <laughs> She's going to come around. <laughs> so he thinks Lilith is dead and he's working at this horse race, knowing he's the heir, knowing that he's magic and wanting to just not be seen because he's such a great person that he doesn't want to disrupt right the hierarchy of the heirs and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be the ruler of Emberfall. Right. He doesn't want to be the person that goes to war with Ren, his friend. Or Harper. His slash friend. brother. Slash brother. And he doesn't know how to use magic. So yeah. he's not trying to he's trying to hide because he doesn't want anyone to know that he exists. I don't remember. Remind me if he's always suspected he has magic. He never no. had like magical abilities. No, because. There's never a sign. The only time he's had ma- magical abilities was when he used that magic metal bracelet. To get to DC? Mm-hmm. Oh. He still has it when he gets back. And that's how he makes a friend with really his only co-worker whose name is Tycho. I think his name is Tycho. Where they're sleeping in their loft and Gray is thinking about just leaving, getting out of town. He knows he's been hunted and he touches the magic bracelet and it transports him that's in right. back to a library, like a school library. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And he comes back mm. and Tycho is st- like staring at him like, you just disappeared, friend. Yeah. You are the heir they're looking for. So they have this bond what a great character. I yeah. love Tycho. I don't know if There's I cast a lot him correctly, of good but supporting characters yeah. in this book too, which is mm-hmm. another thing I really liked. I he was one of my favorites, but they get a they get found out. They're both arrested. They're brought back to Iron Rose where Ren has begged him to tell him who the heir is, and he doesn't. And the whole time I'm reading this, I'm like who cares? Just tell him. Just tell him it's Just you and you don't Ren. care. Like, you won't tell anyone? You don't have magic? That's what she told you. You don't know. Like, you don't know anything <laughs> about it. It's the easiest thing in the world to say. Yeah. I felt like throwing the book across the room. As two bad secret keepers. I that, know. That would like, come out in two why seconds. Why are you keeping that secret? That's a stupid secret to keep. That's going to get you killed. And it almost did. And that's the, the first time that Grey's magic appears is when he is getting whipped by Ren. By Ren. And Tycho's getting whipped, too. And oh, it's not like it's so bad. It's hard. As they describe their injuries, it doesn't seem like a whip. It seems like the bats are like sliced up. It, oh, it have you watched Outlander? Terrible. I have. Is it the... Okay, you know I don't remember. Gets... I don't remember. You watched all of it? I think so. You're caught up. Okay, is it new new? Well, no, it's in the first season. Oh, that's what I envisioned is when Jamie gets whipped. By the kidnapper? Flogged. 
by the the guy that kidnapped him. Yeah, not kidnapped, but yeah, the bad the bad okay, soldier. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Whose name? It's just gone right now. Even though I've watched that show, whoever that four actor times. is is actually who I had cast for one of the characters, and I couldn't. Now that you say, wait, wait, I wanted him to be Isk. That's who I wanted his kidnapper wait, you wanted, to be. When you say him to be Isk, the oh. kidnapper, and I couldn't remember his face is who I saw. I ended up casting him pretty well, but. Who is that? Jack Randall. The guy who plays Jack Randall? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's who, that is the actor Got I it. cast as Isk. Got it. And, or Isaac. I, I think it's Isk. The way, I always said Isaac. Isaac? Let's call him Isaac. It's better than Isk. I, it's, how do you spell it again? It's kind of oddly spelled. I-I-A-S-K. Oh, wait. I think I said Isaac, but it's not Isaac. Oh, the way, Isk. Oh, we should have looked this up. I don't know. He's going to be in the third book. Spoiler. Oh, that's such a good character, too. It's such a good character. I'm so excited. Well, let me wrap up this summary. <laughs> so yes, to summarize. He uses magic to stop it, not knowing what he's doing. And he paralyzes much of his abusers. But Harper comes to or she isn't paralyzed. And she's able to help Tycho and Gray off the wall. And then she sends them off with Liamara who is mm-hmm. another prisoner. I haven't given her much segue because I'm going to talk about her probably a lot. She's one of my favorite parts of this book. But Liamara is Karis Luron's daughter who came back to the castle after Karis left to try to find peace with Ren. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, dog, I'm going to kidnap you. <laughs> so she takes off with Gray and Tycho, Jacob, and Noah. And that's pretty much this book is – them trying to escape all of the shitstorm that Ren has created. And these are all the, the creme de la creme of these books. Like, these characters are all my favorite. But that's where I stopped my summary because I felt like a lot of the story yeah. we could pick apart. Like, we, like yeah, what did yeah, you yeah. love? What did you hate? I Wait, wait we didn't talk about where I... Yeah. I is... So Isk, we can call him Isaac. We think it's Isaac. We had it misspelled. We think Isaac? I had it misspelled. Isaac. Yeah, I can't find a pronunciation anywhere. But I'm, I feel good about calling him Isaac. Okay, Isaac. Come at us. Isaac, someone tell us. Bridget Kemmerer, give a pronunciation guide in your... Help some gals out. We didn't, so we didn't talk about how he comes into this, but he's what's called a scraver. I cannot pin what he looks like. Mm, you know he what just I, seems so human-like that that's how I cast. I picture uh, the Lucifer image on the front of the Led Zeppelin shirts. Oh. Is that right? I don't know. That's don't what know. I pictured. I read it a couple times. To How do they describe him again? He has wings. He has a human face. He has hands, but also talons that are razor sharp. His fangs are razor sharp. Everything about him seems want, really scary, but do also you want to see a, like... a, some fan art? <laughs> Not what you picture? That he it feels like a fairy. It's the image from the lead. It's the, you know, I'm like doing the, the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> motion. No, it's a scraper. Very vampire-y, very 
Illyrian, mm-hmm. if you will. Maybe a little skinny. Yeah, maybe. Illyrian. I mean, we don't. I guess I've don't. never seen one. I mean, there are other. There is other fan art that has him less bat-like. Mm-hmm. So I was just saying we we're gonna cast him later, so we should at least say how he kind of gets brought in to the story, right? Yeah. So he's been he was captured while Gray and Tycho were at Warwick's, which is the gambling or the horse racing arena. Sounds like a fun place. It did seem fun. Warwick <laughs> seemed like a better man than I would imagine he would be, even though he seemed terrible. Yeah. But better than maybe mm-hmm. he could have been. But he purchased a scraver from someone and comes home and Gray tries to help the scraver out, mm-hmm. which is Isaac. And yes. Isaac bites him immediately. Yes. And Isaac says later that he tasted magic in his blood. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, when Gray gets found out... It's a longer story, but Gray gets discovered as him the being Gray as the air. Mm-hmm. And he tries to escape Warwick's, and to create a distraction, he lets the scraver mm-hmm. Isaac loose. Yep. And it does. It creates a distraction. He ends up getting captured anyway and brought back to Wren. Yeah. But the scraver ends up kind of disappearing, and you don't think about him really um, until they're on their way. This whole group which is really what this book is about it's about gray it's about Tycho, it's about liamara jacob and noah heading back to sil shallow mm-hmm. to see if they can create some kind of alliance to create peace and along the way they're camping starving and all of a sudden a goose gets dropped by mm-hmm. the fire and it is isaac who has been following them and says he he needs to go to sil hollow too Karis has something that he needs yeah. and he wants to make an appeal to her. So he wants to travel with them. So it's this like merry band of yeah, misfits. misfits. I know. I love Isaac. Mm-hmm. And he also is helping Gray mm-hmm. understand his abilities and what might happen. Yeah. How to deal with them all. How to learn. Because he's magic. a magic being. Yeah. Along this magic. journey back to Sil Shallow, Gray is... What he learns he can do is heal people. I feel like that's the first yeah, thing he that's right. realizes that's right. that he can do. So he heals himself from the whips to his back and eventually Tycho. And then he just starts being able to summon up magic mm-hmm. as he can. And that was, I mean, I would call that back to Isaac. He really helped him. Yeah. Something I kept coming back to in this book was... Harper not being a main character. Yeah. She was a central figure in the first book. For sure. And then you don't see much of her at all in this book. And when you do, you just feel bad for her. Yeah. Because it is... So one thing I liked is that they switch up main characters and who the Mm -hmm. story's about. I also liked that she didn't just say, yes, I love you. My... Mm -hmm been she seems reasonable almost to a fault where mm-hmm. you are thinking all right girlfriend you've been through a lot with this guy he does seem very nice i don't know you want to leave your home and stay like move into you just want to try it out you live in a magical land girl like <laughs> i don't know uh 
But she, I kind of enjoyed that she seems to be bringing a lot of common sense into the magical realm of Emberfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that she wasn't the main character. I also enjoyed that you do you do feel bad for her. She's in this. She's in a fresh new relationship. She's just feeling things out. <laughs> it got too hot too fast, and now she's trying to figure out what's going on. And it's all of her spiraling. friends left. Her All of her brother left. left. Noah left. Gray, her friend, left. After she sees who she's trying to love do this awful, terrible thing. Yeah. And she's trying. She's given all the benefits of all the doubts. She stayed. She stayed. But it's not looking bright and rosy. Mm-hmm. I will say the author has did such a good job building out so many of the side characters are not the main characters that when they do start to become main characters you're all in you're so excited yeah. to learn more and i love i enjoyed that about the series as well that it pays off all of the great building of the supporting characters yeah pays off when they start to become more main characters yeah the one person i hardly mentioned in the summary which is one of the main characters of this book, is Liamara. She's Karis Laurent's daughter. And the way Sil Hollow or Sil Shallow's Shallow works is you have a queen. She does not be accompanied by a man. Mm-hmm. Femininity is wildly different from kingdom to kingdom, you find out. And she has two daughters, but the heir is not determined by birth order. Mm-mm. It's determined by whoever the queen chooses to be the best fit to be queen. Which actually makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. But she chooses the wrong daughter. So wrong. Mm-hmm. She chooses the daughter most like her, which is her youngest daughter, Nola Varen, who her name is terrible. Can Every I time t- I saw her name. When I hear it, I hear it in a – I'm from South Alabama. Mm-hmm. I hear it in the deepest Southern accent. Like, Nola Varen. That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Nola Varen. That Leah Mara and Nola Varen, get over here right now. That's just mm-hmm. what I hear. They sound like very Southern names to me. They do. That's true. Because no they sound came... like double names, too. Yeah. Like, you couldn't just say Nola or mm-hmm. Leah, Leah Mara, Nola Varen. Yeah. You have to say them both. Good point. Sidetrack. But <laughs> I wonder what the Luren Karis is. Is that their last name or family name? Or is that Oh, they do all name? have different names. I don't know. They all have double names, but... Karis Loran is. Yeah. I don't know. You don't find that out in book two. Mm-mm. Fingers crossed for book three. But no, yeah, I really no, care. Nola, which maybe we're saying that wrong too because we are from the South. Uh, Nola. Nola. <laughs> Nola Varen is not likable. She, she is. She kind of is though. I think it's only because you see her through the eyes of Liamara. That's maybe true. And she's sweet to her. She doesn't need to be a queen. Mm-mm. She's she does not need to be leading. Mm-hmm. She's got some power trip issues. She does. She's not the kindest. Mm-mm. To put it mildly, mildly. And Liamara is also struggling with just. You need him to meet in the middle. You need him to meet in the middle. Meet in the middle. She is gracious and kind, and she loves her country. Mm-hmm. And she definitely is a patriot oh. and <laughs> for her own country. And she sees a softer side to her mom and Nola Varen that. That's true. You do. You hear her perspective throughout the book. 
And I feel like you soften a bit towards Nolivaren and Karis Laron. And it, I feel like Nolivaren has more sparks of life than Karis Laron. Yeah. She could just be a stern mother at her best, and she could be a just a wicked witch mm-hmm. at her worst, which is who she who she really was mm-hmm. at heart. But throughout the whole book, Leah Mara is just really struggling with being not being the heir. I guess yeah. recently she'd been called as not the heir, and Nola Varen was, and the relationship between the two sisters, and. You know, her acknowledging she doesn't want to be queen. Right. That's fine. Right. But also the embarrassment of not being called to be queen. And at this moment where she thinks, I liked Prince Ren. He loves his people. I love my people. All we want is a route to trade. That's all we want. We can work this out. We can work this out. There's a way to peace here. And she runs off to make this peace and he doesn't see that Mm-mm. and maybe that's what a king does and i'm not a powerful person i have zero power <laughs> but maybe that was a good call i don't think so and i don't think it turns out to being so because she escapes with the air but i don't know did you ever come around Nola theron or at the end of the nah. book i it's been a minute since i've read this one so i'm trying mm-hmm. to remember I don't remember liking... So at the very end of the book, they make it back to Syl Shallow, and her mom is pretty stoked to yeah. have the air. That's a good find. Yeah. But the because air being she's... Gray. Air being gray. She's brought mm-hmm. gray back to Tall, and, and he wants to build an alliance, and he will go to war with Ren to have peace. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to, which he says frequently, but he will do what it takes. At least that's what he says to Karis right. Theron. However, I, I forget what the actual instance was, but he, Karis Luron asks Grey to pledge loyalty to her. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is to kill a traitor. Yeah. And she produces Liamara, yep. who Grey has... Maybe not falling in love with. Love is not just thrown around in this book. Mm-mm. It really isn't. Because these two characters feel strongly for one another. And they never commit to saying yeah. I love you. The person that she's chosen to go retrieve Liamara is Nola Varen. Mm-hmm. And Nola Varen, I, I feel like you see a really compassionate side to this. Yeah. Then she goes and gets her, tells her, like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is why you should have been queen. I just follow. Like, you're not afraid to stand up to her mom. And I won't. So I'm just like her. That's true. Um, So you do start to like her. Yeah. I feel like in that moment I did. They come out and... This is a spoiler city, but Liamara kills her mom. Mm -hmm. And the way traditions go is Liamara becomes queen. Because whoever kills the queen is queen. It's wild. The way... Mm -hmm. The way that kingdom is run, uh, yeah, it's a bit wild out over there. Mm-hmm. But then because whoever if kills you becomes the new leader, people are always trying to kill you. Which right? is why... Wouldn't that be terrible? Why they're so intense. It's why... Her, and it makes her mm-hmm. mom and Nola Varen make more sense. They mm-hmm. want every... It's a society built on fear. fear. You yeah. have to fear me enough not to try to kill me. I get... I. 
I understand Nolavera, and, and I do think this author is also very good at complex characters like that, mm-hmm. where you know you're torn and you don't like them, but you understand where they're coming from a bit. And again, with Ren kind of going off the rails a bit and really struggling with everything he's been through, you're torn on him a bit mm-hmm. and wondering what's going on, even though you understand where it's coming from very yeah. well. So I think that's a good that's a good part of the series that I liked a lot. The very I think it's the last sentence or the last paragraph of this book. You have Ren alone in his chamber looking at the fire and you have a female voice come behind him and it's freaking Lilith. Oh, Lilith is alive. She's alive. Jennifer we don't know Connelly how is back in our lives. Though. Oh, what a good casting. <laughs> we were having dinner together with our husbands and our kids before and unanimously everyone was like Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly is timeless, a babe. babe. Matt never my husband never talks about women like that in front of me but jennifer connelly's like she's a babe she is i don't even care like she comes back ageless and i can't be mad about it Mm -hmm. i mean i can't end the story but now not now that i'm picturing her as jennifer connelly no you you nailed it yep she's back Mm -hmm. she's back i was gonna do you want do you have anything else loves hates about the book or do you want to jump into casting no we can jump into casting i'm into it so I didn't, like always, I didn't have, I just cast who I saw in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, there's one exception here, which we've already talked about because we already recast him. But Leah Morrow was Sophie Turner from the beginning to the very end. Oh. Sophie Turner, she was in, I have two actually I cast from Game of Thrones. I can only picture her as Sansa Stark. Sansa Stark, that's who she was. That, that is who she was because because she actually I think Sophie Turner is beautiful yes but she is without makeup I mean she's beautiful in every way but I was trying to think of a red-haired actress that would do a really good job and was kind of curvy yeah I would not describe Sophie Turner as curvy I think that's she maybe, totally is is she yeah totally Interesting. Oh, wow. I like it. I like that one a lot. I, like I say totally one. like curvy. I guess that's subjective. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's the thing is okay. it is subjective as to, who, you know, mm-hmm. like what people picture or whatever. But we grew up <laughs> when we grew up. Yeah. Oh, she would be curvy when yeah. low rise jeans mm-hmm. and non-healthy eating were the order non-healthy the eating being not eating, not eating. And yeah. everyone was doing um, crazy diets Eating disorders school. aplenty. Mm-hmm. But I feel like having a refreshing change of pace, having yeah. someone that has hips and boobs is yeah. refreshing. Oh, I like that one. Now I want to reread it with your casting in mind. Noah and Jacob. Noah, what is his name? He's in Twilight as one of the vampire brothers that is bulky. His name is Emmett in Twilight. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like not in Twilight. Wait, no, that's it was in Twilight and it's you in the story too. Him. It's the same way. Like that's who I picture. <laughs> I didn't want to say that out loud, but that's him. I love it so much. Okay. Let's I like it. We're gonna put a post up for each. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Check sure. our Instagram. And then so Jacob, did you picture anyone for Jacob? I thought you hadn't like you nailed Jacob. No, you had a really I don't good... think I said anyone. 
I'm pretty sure I didn't cast anyone for I no couldn't Jacob. see anyone for Jacob. In my mind, he was okay. black, though. Is he black I think, in the book? No, I think he is. Let's read. Physical description. Dark curly hair that is too long and constantly twists into his eyes. Tall and skinny. That's all it says. That is not... Wait, I picked... I think he is black, but maybe that's just what we pictured. Mm, I'm not sure now. That's just what I pictured. Or they could just be leaving that out of the description. Okay, I'm going to think on Jacob. You can't do better. I nailed it, so move along. <laughs> no, I'm going to think of... Okay. We didn't cast Jacob. You cast no, Noah. Emmett. No, Jacob is Emmett. Jacob is Emmett. No, Noah, we did not cast. You did not cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait. I just read who then? You just read Noah. No, I read Jacob. Let me read Noah. That was Jacob's description. Oh. I was going... Tall and skinny? Mm-hmm. I'm going in order of what's written down on your paper. I know, but Jacob was like muscular and big. You mixed Jake. up. Oh. Jacob. Physical Lanky? description. Regardless of what yeah, you Jake, say. Jake has dark curly hair that is too long. He is described to be tall and skinny. But after the eight weeks that Harper has gone to Emberfall, she notices he has been exercising and looks more muscular. Oh. So maybe you're picturing that him. That was my takeaway. Yeah. So let's look up Noah's description. We got our... We <laughs> I got love our, that that's the description and I thought of a Twilight vampire. That is a quarterback. It does not say much about him on the internet, so we will have to reread the book and... Well, we can tell you in book three. Book three, we'll cast We get to think about it. Taiko, I had... His name is Alfie Allen. Yes. He's actually Lily Allen's brother. It's Theon Greyjoy. It's three. Yeah. (laughs) I thought he was... uh, That's who I saw. I like that a lot. I also didn't... I think I maybe pictured someone smaller and younger, but Mm. I don't know why but once i saw that i liked it a lot Mm -hmm. i I think he's gonna have some kind of romance in the third novel with nola varen i'm just forecasting that i haven't read the third one yet so we'll tell you soon nola varen i pictured as christina ricci continuously love that well, Love that. when I looked, I was trying to, because I can never remember anyone's name. I can remember everything about the person except for the name. I looked up Casper because that was the only movie that I can remember she was in. <laughs> so when you look up Casper, you click on it. I was like, ah, oh, Christina Ricci, that's it. I clicked on Christina Ricci. It's like, oh, that's right. She was Wednesday Adams. I click on that and it led me to a new series what? about the Adams family, about Wednesday. This girl's name is Jenna Ortega. Is is this who you picture now? Wait, it's, I'm bo- looking. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday Adams is who I was picturing. Okay. But yes, I Wednesday her- Adams makes sense. I'm looking um, at Jenny Ortega now. But her picture, because it says she has dark hair. She's younger. Yes. It's like, no, that's. I've seen her in things. If Christina, if this was cast today, she would roll. Love it. Love her. She nailed it. And then you nailed it. Isaac, I had Adam Driver because I couldn't. I think Adam Driver would do a great job, but I'm scratching his name out because it's the guy that's an outlander and also oh, the Patriot. it's Jack Randall. Jack Randall. Okay. I will say, though, he's another one of those characters that he is Jack Randall, though. I can't unsee him. He is so good at being a bad guy in that. Even when they would switch to her husband, you know mm-hmm. how he plays. We're yeah. now spoiling Outlander for you, so we'll just spoil everything. <laughs> Nothing safe. When it switches to her mm-hmm. husband, I 
I mean, I think that's everyone's experience. You can't get past it. She can't get past it. All of these Has things. Has he ever been a good guy in anything? Was he I don't Harry know. Potter? No, I don't think so. It's such a good guy. That is some. That is what I picture though. And they have similar mm-hmm. like strong jawline. You find out he's the king of the Scravers too. Yes. So that's how I was. Adam Driver seemed too young because you. In the story, it's it's a very, like, I feel like we're going to find out more about it in the last book. But you find out that the reason he left where the Scravers were being held was because he found out his son had fled and was possibly been captured by Karis Laron. Mm-hmm. I just burped. <laughs> I just want to see if you I hear it later. I did too, but I tried to keep it quiet. I tried to go, but it was too much of a pause, and now I realize it's you all can good. cut that out. It's all good. I can cut um, them out. I can cut anything out, as long as you're not talking over it. Okay. Talking over my burp. Gross. <laughs> Don't burp what I talk, and then I have to cut out my, what <laughs> okay. I'm saying. Good, good call. But yeah, that's the end of my casting. I, I like is, it. Was there anyone else we hadn't cast? I feel like all the characters we didn't cast in the first book ended up not being major characters in this one. This would be this would be a great television series. Who, it if someone would. is listening, this would be a great series. There's so much that happens. There's so many good characters. There's so many seasons you could have. It could be yeah. This would be an excellent TV show. I feel like there's a, a way to make it more friendly to more ages then. yeah yeah it's a good one um because okay. it still is not spicy no it's <laughs> still spice. no spice there's no light spice. kissing half a pepper. gentle kissing one little one, one half little pepper. half of a not spicy banana pepper yeah that's what we're talking <laughs> these about. are banana peppers i i have a random question a random Shoot. alley question mm-hmm. okay if i think about this too often because Mm -hmm. it's a ridiculous thought but in a lot of books or tv shows or anything you're any media you're consuming people just run off and then have new lives and jobs and can survive as in gray just coming back and working at a random horse race and living in a loft with Tycho after being not living that life or any life like it if i if everything fell apart in my life that i had to just randomly walk down the street and find a job and survive i think i would fail at it but what's the job you might think "Mm, i could do that well in the past couple weeks as society has been crumbling into a garbage pail we have had semi-serious conversations between Mm -hmm. ali and i about if, if we were to, because we have kids and do we want our kids to grow up here? Is there somewhere better we could raise our children? Mm-hmm. This is like took a very serious turn. But in thinking about what we could do, which feels a lot like the scenario that you're yeah. saying. It's like you're picking up your life and you're just planting us somewhere. Not randomly, but you're just planting us somewhere else where I ha- we have to find jobs. Possibly in a country that doesn't speak English or, mm-hmm. you know, wherever we ended up being. And the idea of owning a hotel slash yes. bar and restaurant with you is my dream job. Yeah, yeah. We just pick up our lives. Pick up like I don't have a, I don't have a skill. That is <laughs> a really bummer thing about my generation. I went to college to read books, 
and learn things that don't translate well when you I need an like actual I have, skill. I have lots of skills. I, I think I have clean. a lot. I I just don't know what I could walk off the street and just it's just funny to me how these people get dropped and then that you find them doing this random thing and I always think what's that random thing someone would find me doing if everything we, fell apart is it owning a mediocre income off of Airbnb mm-hmm. and that is a one room Airbnb in Nashville Tennessee you have a two bedroom Airbnb in Nashville Tennessee make good money we make good money off of that we'd be fine at that I could do that. And if I did it with you and we had a bar. I would be. Where we could host karaoke nights. Karaoke host. Wait, a dive bar owner Mm -hmm. is my calling in life. Mm -hmm. Just talk to random weirdos all all night long, late into the night. Yeah. Get them singing some karaoke. That is a dream. Music is is universal. Yeah. Language is universal. I would also love if someone just randomly found me working at a bookstore, like the bookstore in um, You've Got Mail. If I just Aww. randomly was, if I had to pick up everything and walked into a quaint bookstore mm-hmm. and that was the random thing. I feel like the I easy, wish they paid you more than a minimum wage. I know that's the thing. And a, I always think practically in America, I'm not making enough to survive on any mm-hmm. of these incomes. No. Not even living in a loft with my friend Tycho and a scraver. I can't, <laughs> I can't <laughs> scrape up enough change to do that what am i gonna be doing they worked so hard i can't work that hard (laughs) i i was gonna say i would get a job at el fuego which is our neighborhood i would be the worst waitress and and i I would be the absolute worst i do you want a margarita from the machine because that's the extent of my abilities and i i'm saying this as someone who worked from time they were 14 years old it's not like i have not had my fair share of you know crappy low-end jobs and I do think everyone should have to work either retail or uh, customer support or a service industry job at some point in their lives to just mm. really understand. And I did retail for a long time. All through high school, college, I worked retail. And I, my husband was a waiter before we were, well, I guess when we first started dating. I don't, I don't think I could do service industry. I think I would be bad at it. I think... I would be terrible at having to remember things. What if we were... And walking with Trace. So we did come to an agreement that the only restaurant that we think we could own was a pizza restaurant. It's limited in It's options. very limited. It's one thing. It's a pizza oven that bakes at one temperature. Yeah. And I say this as being like, oh, I could be a dive bar owner. That's my dream job. But mm-hmm. I... I think I would be good at good at it in the sense that I could talk to random weirdos, not in the mm-hmm. sense that I could get your drink. That's why I think you'd right. be a good bartender. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't want to have to make fancy cocktails. I want to serve people. Let's go. Cheapers. Like we'll steer back to dive. Okay. <laughs> dive bar karaoke. Do you? I need two Go-ed. ingredients. Do you give me the two D ingredients? Mm-hmm. I will find them. <laughs> That's my one random question of the evening. I thought about that earlier when Gray mm-hmm. just showed up and. What does he do? Just get back and walk around until he finds a horse racing he facility? Says, so he does address us in the book because Ren asks him. He's like, you took the lowest rung job that you – and I told you I would give you a recommendation. And he said, I really just wanted simplicity. And it was something he loved. He loved horses. He loved taking care of horses. And he wanted – Amenity. Amenity? Anonymity. Anonymity. (laughs) Goodness. So he he does talk about it, but 
That's a good question. I'm going to ask all our friends that. It's a fun one. Yeah. You need to like get out of town, go find a job, a life somewhere else. What do you do? Can't take your degree. You have to start Mm. fresh, I think is what the key is. Yeah. Can't take your experience, your degree. People can't really know your background. You got to kind of sneak into something. Yes. Hello. I read all of Chaucer and I could recite it by heart. (laughs) And I can... uh, pretty much summarize every single Canterbury tale so (laughs) is that helpful here no (laughs) moving along uh yeah that was my that was my one random question of the evening cool well we have decided that we are going to release all of these on one day so if you are listening to episode three you can click on over to episode four which is the last book in the curse breaker series we hope you absolutely loved it we really did at least i hope i do i hope the ending doesn't like blow up thanks for reading with us yeah thanks for reading along and we will catch you next time when we tackle the final book of the curse breaker trilogy see ya bye everyone